0: Welcome to the Global Australian Podcast. I'm Johanna Pittman, CEO of Advance, the Global Australian Network. we the non-profit organisation committed to strengthening Australia by nurturing a globally connected mindset at home and abroad. One of the ways we do this is by shining a spotlight on the impact of extraordinary global Australians. In this podcast series, we meet 25 game changers recognised in the 2023 Global Australian Awards. These remarkable individuals generously share their stories with us, giving us insight into their international career journey, its highlights and challenges, and what motivates them in their work. I hope you enjoy getting to know the inspiring game changers of 2023. In this episode, you will meet Lucy McRae, who was announced the recipient of the Creative Excellence Award. The Creative Excellence Award recognizes individuals shaping cultural practices, leading artistic pursuits, and influencing audiences around the world. Lucy McRae is a visionary sci-fi artist and body architect leading a dynamic art research studio in Los Angeles. Lucy's work delves into the profound implications of future technologies on human evolution. So I guess the first question to kick off with, is and I know what you do is incredibly interesting and diverse, but in simple terms, how would you describe what you do? Huh.
1: Well, I am an artist who is creating sculpture, film, and conceptual fashion using the lens of art to unpack how emerging technologies, for example, genetic engineering, are slowly changing the human body and future generations to come.
0: That focus you have now and being an artist, was that always on the cards for you or have either of those, whether it's your specific focus now, how has that evolved to be the thing that you're focused on now?
1: I don't think I could have designed to be a science fiction artist which is one of the names that i call myself it's been very much a journey of putting myself outside of my comfort zone remaining diverse in um areas of interest being curious and i think maybe a lot of being the odd one out in the room i think as a kid i grew up very much an outsider and always felt like it was a weakness. And so would build my own worlds to kind of fit in and belong. And so I think the art is somehow channeling this background of feeling sort of outside of something um, and creating worlds that hopefully um, provoke how we can belong in the world in very different or unique ways, because I think that's what the future is calling for.
0: Can we just step back to that? You mentioned your childhood there, but it, when it came to about when you are in high school, what were you thinking you might focus on after school back then?
1: I studied interior design and my parents like to remind me that I wanted to hang a shopping trolley from my ceiling. So I think that I was very interested in architecture and um, space and having been trained in in french classical ballet the interaction between the body and the near environment was something that was natural and that was kind of genetic to my body um but I, i think because of this propensity to sort of sit as an anomaly within um the worlds that i was interested in has meant that i'm now um You know, looking at what happens if we bypass the womb and we can design human bodies from scratch and what does that world look like? Um, So I I don't think as a, you know, as a 15, 16 year old, I could have imagined that I would be living in Los Angeles doing what I'm doing. I think the kind of mindset and the diversity and Using these kind of fears as a currency to propel and move forward has been part of what continues to navigate where I'm going. Talk to us
0: about the challenges day to day of doing doing um, both of being an outsider and that sense of being an outsider in the way that you look at the world, but also in doing the complex sort of um, interdisciplinary work that you do what are some of the challenges of being in that space and and what are some of the highlights I think that the challenges
1: of being not an expert in your field is that you question yourself a lot Um, so that and I think that that is a very human characteristic I don't think anybody really gets to avoid the self-reflection which I think is really healthy and can be used um, I, I teach a um, at an architecture school in LA, and we really talk about captaining uncertainty and using doubt as a way to design. So using these kind of human weaknesses as a way to um, uh, create and make. So I think that the challenges, you know, in simple terms are, um, as an artist, I wasn't educated in business, and I'm, you know, running a business. So there are the kind of um, everyday complexities of being creative, but also needing to operate in, you know, the mixed economy that art requires. Um, I think the the joys are the the collaborations and the people that I get to work with, whether it's a, you know, a choreographer, an author who um, has is writing about how we are going to engineer organs from pig tissue um and that kind of widespread bandwidth of people is really for me where the magic and and the dynamic happens from is is bringing people who wouldn't necessarily be in the same room and i think that that is part of the impact and the purpose of the work is to try and unpack these extremely complex themes and bring science to street level through dance through film through architecture through sculpture through fashion and be able to create a discourse that reaches the wider audiences in order that moving forward as much as we can be sure that it is a conversation amongst as many people who are aware of it otherwise the access is limited and decisions get made you know for us
0: and when you think about that concept of decisions being made for us, what if if you had a message to say why that is why that's not a good thing, why do we need to work harder to unpack these things so that we actually are embracing the change as it happens instead of having the change done to us?
1: Yeah, I, I think by empowering Audiences who are not necessarily in the lab coats within the realm of emerging biotechnology engineering. Um, we bring in different kinds of headspaces and um, creative ideas. And I can only speak from direct experience that when I am being told to do something by an authority that I have acute aversion to my body reacts. And my emotions i have kind of acute aversion that's not healthy so i think that whatever that agitation is if we can use that to um refute things that we don't believe in and use that to drive creativity then at least we've done our best at being able to at least bring in some kind of opportunity to add to that decision as opposed to being told, and this is how it's gonna be.
0: Wow, well, um, it's no surprise that uh, we received the nomination for you for this category of creative excellence. What does it mean to you to be recognized as a game changer in these Global Australian Awards?
1: A real honor. I grew up in Australia in a small town in Melbourne and would always feel like the small fish swimming upstream whether I was in ballet or school or when I moved to London working in architecture and to be recognized on this global scale as an Australian really um, sort of it's an interface between what i'm doing is kind of valid and worth it and to continue and i think that these types of roles these pioneering roles that people take on at time to time we do need to be rewarded in order to keep going (laughs) because we keep we keep setting the bar higher and higher for ourselves and so to be recognized enables us to continue that kind of pioneering and explorer spirit.
0: Oh, absolutely, and and worthy recognition. I wanted to let you know just some other news. Um, The judging panel was just incredibly taken by what you do. And um, while it won't be announced until the evening of the awards, they wanted to let you know that you're the winner of this category of creative excellence. Oh, my God, wow, oh,
1: (laughs) that's amazing, I didn't think you were going to tell me, (laughs) wow, wow, thank you. it's um,
0: and particularly with you saying that you know that's the recognition or the reward for you know you're squirreling away at the highest levels and pushing the boundaries and and if this is um part of that reward and recognition that's what certainly the judges wanted to convey and let the world know about what you're doing um i have one more question if you, yep. if you're, um, and you probably get asked this a bit, um, and that yeah. is, ad- what advice do you have for maybe people in high school, university, going through that creative process and thinking they want a career like yours? What advice do you have for them?
1: Um, I I think that it's really challenging. For anybody to listen to your gut instinct and it is sometimes a lower volume than a whisper and I feel like you know future generations dreams may feel so out of reach and so embarrassingly far away or courageous that it may prevent somebody from following that dream and and i would say that listen to those tiny shy embarrassing wants and needs for where you want to take your career or what you want to make and use that shyness and that uniqueness because i do feel like our instincts are so unique to ourselves um so that would, be, um, that would be my advice, along with staying diverse and getting out of your comfort zone.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode. For more inspiring stories of global Australian game changers, please go to our website, advance.org.